0: Hello and welcome to the Culture and Cannabis podcast. I am your host, Derek Gumman, filling in for Tony and JC. They're off in Oklahoma, running the show out there, making cannabis a thing of the Midwest. Uh, today though, we have a special guest that has uh, zoomed in all the way from Bend, Oregon. Uh, a good friend of mine and also a very talented professional in the cannabis industry. Uh, there's a lot of news about his company this week they hit a huge valuation number uh, it was worldwide news. Um, the Nasdaq made an announcement today in Times Square. Uh, the company I'm talking about is Dutchie. Uh You might know the company for its um, different logistical things that it does for your software internally at your dispensary. If you, um, you know, if you're an owner, you want to have Dutchy as your software. It's integrated in not only your POS but your online ordering. Fantastic platform. And uh, well, I don't want to talk about too much of what John uh, is about and what Dutchy is all about. So, uh, John let uh there he is. Hello, Johnny. How are you?
1: I'm good, Derek. How you doing, man? It's good to see you.
0: Good. Yeah, John. It's uh it's great to have you here. Uh again, John Bond uh with Dutchie. John, uh wh- what do you do exactly over at Duchy?
1: Um I get to wear the Santa Claus seat at the holiday party. <laughs> no, nah, man. I am the uh the director of partnerships over here. Um, you know, I've held a couple different roles, but Um, all of them have been kind of around, uh, our sales team and building our revenue pipeline. I think I was our 14th employee about two and a half years ago. And so, um, you know, now I focus majority of my time on, you know, maintaining and building our partnerships. Um, we have a lot of integration partners, as you know, over at Player 13. And so, um, being able to make sure that we're maximizing, uh, all the opportunities within our partners and and doing a lot of great things that way. So. Sounds like um, a lot of work. Yeah, man, it's a ton of work, and obviously it's been a crazy uh, crazy couple of days with the announcements and everything. But, you know, we're really fortunate. We have a ton of unbelievable people on our team, and, uh, you know, it's a hard work and, and the culmination of a lot of hard work from a lot of different people that I think so, uh, is now finally coming fruition.
0: Yeah, so let's backtrack a second. So, yeah, we're talking about this news here, guys. Um if you saw Dutchie, you might have saw that they got given a $1.7 billion valuation this week. Uh, Dutchie basically acquired GreenBits and LeapLogix, Uh two other uh, software tech companies in cannabis. Um, they raised $200 million, a Series C funding round, $200 million raised, $1.7 billion valuation. This happened about two days ago. Um, and now, you know, here we are As St. Pat's was last night. I'm sure you're nursing a hangover from not only the celebration <laughs> of Dutchy, uh, but also, you know, the celebration of the Irish. Uh, but yeah, John, t- tell me a little bit about, um, like what's been going on this week. It's probably been wild for you.
1: Yeah, man. Um, so we did, we raised our series C, which was uh $200 million. That was at a $1.7 billion valuation. Um, along with that came the acquisition of uh green bits and leaf logics which we're really excited about and um you know it's been a long time coming you know we look at ourselves as stewards of the industry in the sense that um you know whether somebody finds out about cannabis online ordering through dutchy or through Weedmaps or through leafly um you know we consider that a win because there's someone that found out about online ordering that didn't know about it today um so you know realistically we look at our entire mission and mantra is normalizing cannabis and creating easier access to cannabis for consumers by way of our retail partners and so um with that being our north star metric over the last couple years it only made sense that we would pick up another spoke in the wheel um being a very important one in the cannabis space as we all know the point of sale in the seed to sale tracking system and so there's gonna be a lot of capabilities um that we're going to be able to push forward on now that we have that type of um, setup and really give the full um you know kit and caboodle from like a solution standpoint so we're really excited um our employee count went from 176 to 341 overnight wow. so we've got a lot of things that uh, you know ahead of us in terms of getting all the organizations uh, merged together but we couldn't be more excited to have the green bits and leaf logics team to be a part of the dutchy fam and we are now all one fam in itself so it's really exciting
0: yeah i mean that's great i mean these are all tech companies that have been around for a minute and um you know being in the cannabis industry in nevada for a few years you see these uh, companies everyone uses them so um it's something special that now that you guys are all one uh we have one hub of amazing tech to go to for our for our in-store needs and for online uh, ordering needs um just so i can like break it down for people um a little bit more simpler john what is like what is like the the watered down version not like watered down to like downplay what it is but like in layman's terms like what is like in a 30 second elevator pitch dutchy
1: so if you think of Dutchy, think of it as like if you're familiar with Shopify, um, a Shopify meets DoorDash. So we work with over 2,100 retailers in the U.S. and Canada. Um, you know, like if you go to our retailer's website, you're going to see a Dutchy menu on there and probably not even know that it's a Dutchie menu. We also have Dutchie.com, um, which is a marketplace for consumers to visit. And then we send orders to the dispensary that way as well, too. And so... Um, without advertising dutchy.com at all we've actually seen like anywhere between like 11 and 18 percent traffic um to dutchy.com um as organically right and so you know our whole uh goal with all of this right is being able to create a easier tech stack to deal with for our retailers because as everyone knows right um there's a million moving parts in the cannabis retail front and so being able to you know, cut out a couple of headaches uh, and and integrations are crazy. Um, Fortunately, we have an unbelievable team that's able to support those. And so um, this is, you know, making that process cleaner and easier to work with, with the retailers.
0: That's super cool. Um, So from your background, I mean, how do you, how have you navigated uh, to find yourself with this Dutchy fam? I mean, this is, you know, I don't know if you're a big tech guy. I I think you are a big tech guy, if I know John Bond, (laughs) big big tech guy, guy. (laughs) but you know, I, I've known you for a, a while now and you d- you didn't come from tech necessarily, um, you know, for those out there who are wondering, you know, J- John's in a great place now. His company's got this huge valuation, um, you know, but John was John's a peer of mine. And so like for this th- to happen, it could happen to anybody. So, John, I want to, you know, kind of go back a little bit into just like your background and where you came from and, you know, yeah, give uh, the floor is yours.
1: Totally. Um, so I, uh, I actually was in tech prior to cannabis, believe it or not. I got my start in enterprise SaaS, and it took me for probably about seven years. I was about 26, 27 years old. Um, you know, moved to Vegas in 2015 to try and get in front of medical cannabis knowing that they just passed a medical program. I kind of gotten bored with corporate America. I was the director of sales for an enterprise uh, HR tech company. And um, while that was a really cush life and it was, you know, fun and in terms of like, you know, jobs, I guess, I could put them up there with the best of them. Um, I, I really had a passion for cannabis and I wanted to make a move there. So um, ended up helping get a cultivation off the ground in the super early days of rec. Um, you know my my partner in that Adam is now uh, back in Missouri. We're both Kansas City kids, and he's the COO of a, uh, a shop. It's got 14 licenses um, across the retail cultivation and production side, and so we built that cultivation pretty much from the ground up. I want to say is you know, and Government, I know you're familiar with the facility, but it was really a step above a parking garage when we got there, and so we took that from you know that to 65 employees and. Um, we were really lucky to work with probably like 40 dispensaries in the state of Nevada and built an incredible business out of it. And unfortunately, you know, the, the ownership out of Toronto that, um, had funded getting that off the ground kind of got to uh, odds with each other and ended up kind of falling apart. And and unfortunately, you know, as as much as you would love for everything Everything being done the right way, having all the success, exactly. You know, you gotta, I think it was like, um got to always plan for the rainy day and so luckily that success story led into other things and i met our co-founders of dutchy um right at right before our seed round closed actually and our ceo started one of the first online food ordering companies when he was like 19. so i know that he and our other co-founders zach had had experience in scaling a consumer-facing e-commerce technology and my time in tech had made me already like super skeptical of tech startups um, especially cannabis tech startups. As we've seen, there's a lot of really great concepts. Execution doesn't really run that high uh, in, in, in the space. And so, you know, in meeting those two and, and they, they headhunted me, I had an opportunity to uh, to get to know them a little better. And then right after they closed their seed round, we, we got very serious in the conversations. And I started with the Dutchie team in November of 2018. And then it's been, you know, the rocket ship ever since. I moved to Bend eight months later and left Las Vegas. I was in Vegas for four and a half years. It's always going to be a place that I consider home as well as like friends like you and other friends that I've been able to, uh, to make along the way in the can of famine. So, um, I've been in bed now for almost, uh, two and a half years. So it's been, uh, it's been a wild ride, man. To say the least.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, it, it really has. Um, you know, it's funny you're, you're talking about tech startups and, uh, you know, I couldn't help but think about like uh, another tech startup actually that you and I frequent quite often and you're talking about Canafam and, you know, it, it's nice to be able to keep in touch with those that maybe, you know, you don't live near anymore. And um, the app Clubhouse actually uh, is a crazy new like, fa- fad or f- I don't know if it's a fad or if it's not, it's hard to tell. I, I don't know if it's the next Vine or, or what, but it, it's captivating people worldwide. And we found, you know, a lot of different places on Clubhouse where there's a lot of voices that you would have otherwise never been able to hear had it not been for the app. So, and, and it keeps you in touch, again, with your with your can of Fam in Nevada, John. So, uh, you know, John, I, I see in the chat rooms all the time. He's a big <laughs> chat guy and, you know, he's in there, big you chat. know, he, he's wheeling and dealing and um, it's been great. John, what are like, uh, you know, some, like, for people who don't know Clubhouse, by the way, it's basically, a, imagine if Twitter, was uh, just people speaking on a podcast with no video. So you get to hear people's thoughts and feelings and emotions and ideas, and you have the opportunity to speak alongside them or just listen, um, but the facts are, I think what, what it's doing is starting a conversation. Um, so John, what are, you, what are you finding is like you know, some of the best takeaways that you've, you've had, you spent a lot of time in these rooms. What are some of the takeaways that you could, you can really get and some of your personal experiences?
1: Totally. Um, I mean, number one takeaway, and and this is something that I've known my entire life uh, through a career in sales, but people have to talk about themselves. Right. But uh, (laughs) you know, it's, it's yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, it's super interesting. Um, You know, in terms of clubhouse, I, I think the reason why it's had such a successful takeoff, obviously the pandemic, it kind of spawned out of, the ability to not be in person, connecting, communicating with another. But like when you take the video aspect out, like you watch me looking up here and I'm thinking, you would never see that on Clubhouse right? And like, yeah. you know, if I can sit there and look like a bridge troll and gym shorts and a t-shirt and you're directly connected to somebody's mind, you have no idea, right? Like it, it removes like the, the, it allows you to be more vulnerable in terms of like communicating with someone. You're really just communicating with like their actual personality and what they think. And it removes the judgment of like, what are they doing on video? How do I look on video? Um, and it's been really cool. You know, I, I've been on it now for a couple, a couple months and I've admittedly not been on as much in the last couple of weeks as obviously we've had a lot of things going on, but like, it's really it, I think in the cannabis industry specifically, it's actually super, super valuable. Now I've peeked my head into other rooms where they're talking about like crypto and like whatever else. And it's like, sure, that's super cool. But there's a ton of toxicity in all of those, right? Like you just see like hate groups and rooms of people just bashing on people and talking yeah. shit. And I'm like, that's wild. And like you get into these cannabis rooms and, you know, a lot of it and and, and we all know this and being in the space like cannabis is a six degrees of separation industry, right? We all know mm, probably less. a lot of the movers and shakers. all yeah, totally. The movers and shakers all know each other through a couple different people. And so a lot of the folks in there, you know, like are people that we're friends with or that we've had business relationships with up to this point. But there's also the opportunity to connect with those that you wouldn't see more than once a year, like at a trade show, at Hall of Flowers, at MJ BizCon. Um, and, and And you hear a lot of, like, at least in cannabis, right? Like, we all know the voicemail and email game in cannabis, right? It's not the most, you know, successful in terms of means of communication to connect with someone. And it's not by any, like, you know... Intention of people, we're just all always really busy, always dealing with fires, always trying to plug holes in the boat because when one hole plugs, the other one pops up in the back. And so, like, days get busy. And I've noticed, like, you'll hear someone say, Hey, you know, I have a cultivation facility in Massachusetts. I'm trying to connect with someone that can get me some, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Actually, I know this person. Let me put you in touch with this person. Boom, let's connect offline. And I've seen commerce happening in there, which is unbelievable because you have an opportunity to connect with people that. When you get away from the shuffle of the day-to-day, it's really cool. Now, all that being said, they've opened the doors a little bit and clubhouses become, you know, more popular and more accessible. And I'll say, it, and I say it always, anything that monetizes in a social way ends up turning to shit eventually. So who knows how long it's going to be great for. But ultimately, like... You know, it's a really cool way and a unique way to like connect with people on a professional and informal level at the same time. Because you've got LinkedIn, which is like straight professional, but there's no like means of instant communication there. Cool. And so now you'll see kind of a shift. Go yeah. ahead.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, who, who are the, some of the types of people that um, that are in there? And like, I mean, like, you know, there, so there's notable people. This isn't just something that, um, you know, guys like us are using. You know, there's major celebrities. Don't. Who, who are some of the people that, that have... Um, That you've spoken to personally and have had the privilege of you know being on that that platform there but your with your name and i know one guy i saw i'll let you you know say who that was but you know who are some of the people that you really gravitate to on clubhouse
1: um, you know, honestly, I, I love thought leaders in any space, even if it's not just cannabis. I feel like anybody that is willing to put themselves out there and say, This is my thoughts on something, and here's how I think we should do it publicly, as opposed to being wishy washy on taking a direction on something, is always yeah. super impressive to me. Um, I've met a ton of like, you know, for example, Scherbinski, right? Mario Shabinsky, the founder of Gelato, the dude is a legend in the space, and he's on there hanging with people in Clubhouse. You've got Dr. Dina who the show Weeds was based after, right? Dina Browner, she is an absolute legend. You've got people like, you know, Todd McCormick, who was one of the first pediatric cancer patients for cannabis, and then was just a freedom fighter through all the Prop 215-64 stuff in California. And so, like, it's so interesting to connect with those types of people. And they've been, you know, like, to hear someone share their experiences. And, like, you know, it allows people to hear the thoughts of those. Like you'll see like the Elon Musk on their shirt. Sure, like I know Derek was referring to there was one night we were having like a casual conversation amongst people and like Gary V jumps in the room and all of a sudden like 2000 people follow after that. And all of a sudden cannabis has got 2000 more eyes on it than, you know, ever before, at least in that particular sense. And so it's been really cool. Um, now there's also a fair amount of flexing in there too. And, I, and I've said, big this flexing. like so many times, big, big flex. flexing. And it's like, I've always said this and I will say it to the day that I die, and probably living in Vegas highlighted this more than anything, the people I'm most impressed by and I respect the most never had to tell me how great they were. Yeah, You just know, right? Like honestly, like I look at our CEO and CPO and they're two of the most impressive people I've ever met in my life. We're all wearing the same, like someone was like, so what was it like to go out and raise $200 million? And well, how did you guys approach it differently? And I was like, we wore the same T-shirts and hats that we wore we went and raised 35 uh, about six months ago. So we're still doing things the exact same way. And it's like, you know, you would never know um, that either one of those guys they've had the success they had prior to Duchy or today. And like, you know, the people that impressed me in that space, and especially in Clubhouse, are humble, right? And there's not a lot of humble in there, right? But at the same time, it's like, it's really cool to see someone from Cleveland be able to jump up and say, hey, Mario from Schabinski's um you know i'm trying to grow this and what would you recommend hearing and him participate and be super cool about that and it's like that's a really rad thing that i don't think exists in any other social media medium at all
0: yeah and I, and I completely agree and i mean i mean that's that's what this this show is about as well this podcast is just giving voices to to people you would otherwise not have been able to hear Um, You know, JC and Tony have done a great job cultivating, I think, an awesome uh, lineup of of incredible human beings like down the line. You know, and back to uh, Tony and JC, you know, you're probably in, are you in all 50, well, any any state operating in cannabis, are you there? Are there any states you're not in?
1: No, we're in 36 states plus uh, about every province in Canada that allows online ordering.
0: So, you know, Tony and JC are in Oklahoma. What is some totally. what is some advice you can give guys and they're not the only ones I know in Oklahoma. I got another buddy Nicky, he's down there trying to make it big with some farm. And you know the Oklahoma market, it is uh, the Wild mm-hmm. West. You got 3 grand or I think it's even 2500 uh you can apply and that's i mean that's really all you need so you can imagine the the gold rush to get there right the green rush so to speak um but maybe you can give some insight into that market a little bit for those you know who are following uh tony and jc uh, uh, on their on their travels and you know kind of what they're documenting you know for those of you who don't know john might be the perfect guy to give a little insight on that market
1: totally yeah it's absolutely the wild west and Honestly, I love Tony and JC obviously I've been on the podcast before and those guys have been friends for a while and I love seeing um, you know them take off the culture and cannabis as a cannabis brand as well, which has been really exciting so no one more deserving than that in um, those no, two, but 100%. you know it, it, especially in like a market like Oklahoma, right I kind of like equated like so I went to an open enrollment college. I played baseball for four years and the joke about Missouri Western, was that you know pay your fees, get your Ds, Missouri Western State University, right? And you know you you had to still be smart to graduate, but anybody had an opportunity to get there. I look at Oklahoma in a similar light, right? Yes, if you have a spot-free criminal background, you got twenty five hundred dollars, you can get a cannabis license. But the fundamental aspects of what make this business and this industry turn. Um, are still the same in that you've got to have outstanding relationships with your manufacturers and cultivation providers, right? You've got to be able to have a solid go-to-market strategy from a pricing standpoint that's better than I'm going to be cheaper than the next person, right? And then you ultimately have to scale well. You know, I think in any business, and especially in cannabis, you see these companies that come in and they do a really great job initially, and then they just fall off. And you're like, what happened to them? You know, and then, and a lot of times that's due to scaling issues, right? You know, you make decisions along the way. And like we say it all the time at Dutchy, everybody's great until they have to scale. Right. And so um, you can get to scale very quickly in Oklahoma if you have capital behind you and you're able to go in and build those relationships. But as an open playing field, anybody has an opportunity to do a great job. And then a lot of times varying degrees of success come from individual people, right? Like if I were to own a cannabis dispensary or a, a chain, right? Like it would be, I, I see some of the things that like, you know, knowing the moving parts to Planet 13 being like one of the most impressive retail experiences that exists in the, the, the most impressive in the world. And the fact that you guys are going to replicate that, right? Then thinking about other chains that have 90 dispensaries under their umbrella, like that is crazy, right? And so for me as like a cannabis, you know, advocate and passionate about the industry like give me two dispensaries that i run very well that are like the cheers of dispensaries right i want to know every single customer's name i want to build a business that's insulated because we have regular customers and you can do that especially in the midwest right because ultimately what you see in states like oregon and california and washington is like dispensary across from dispensary both trying to outdo each other and sell products for cheaper right? That ultimately also certainly exists in Oklahoma. But, you know, you can avoid that by playing the buy sell game the right way and making sure you have a solid customer base. And so um, that would be number one. And then number two, never be afraid to like seek advice or employ those that have done it before, but be wary of the cannabis consultant, right? Because we know there's a lot of of cannabis consultants out there it's like, dude, you know, you lived in a van in, in Long Beach for four years and grew weed in your buddy's house. It doesn't mean you know how to scale and grow in a forty thousand square foot facility, you know. And so, making sure you're taking the right advice from the right people would also be a huge piece of that as well.
0: Well, great insight from the great John Bond. John, uh, <laughs> you know, um, we've had a great time here today. Um, I wanted to kind of leave it on. Um, you know, maybe like a, a future uplifting, you know, no, you know, what do you got going on next? What's next for Canna John? You know, by the way, it's his Instagram, C-A-N-N-A-J-O-N, <laughs> underscore. Don't forget the underscore.
1: Underscore, underscore. We're still the ongoing legal battle for the no underscore name is still happening on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Could, but, what, uh, what
0: is this legal battle? You're, John apparently is it, in some legal battle with uh, some Italian. Can you elaborate a little bit on yeah, this?
1: there's no legal battle. There's a dude in Italy that has the name Canada without the underscore. And I've been trying to buy his handle from him and I've been going up in $5 increments for the last three months. And I'm like, Hey dude, how about $25? And he's like, no, it's my surname. And I'm like, how about $30? And so he's going to crack eventually. Um, there is no legal battle. I just probably <laughs> should put that out there. Um, I I in, am involved in no legal disputes at the moment. Um, but, uh, no dude, in, in terms of what's next, um, you know, we have um, a really exciting, really uh, fast-paced road ahead of us in getting our three companies, um, you know, kind of merged together and, 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 and moving in the same direction. And, you know, so getting into the flying V as fast as possible is numero, numero uno in mighty terms ducks, of that. Mighty Ducks um,
0: reference just for those out there. Mighty Ducks reference. Go ahead
1: totally yeah no absolutely like and and, and, if, and if you don't know the mighty ducks then you know i don't know but you know if it's, it's one of those things that
0: gordon it's bombay. a super
1: important gordon bombay <laughs> yeah. the mighty ducks man he tips his hat like this it's unbelievable and um no so that that's going to be a really exciting thing and there's going to be a lot of really cool things we are going to do capability wise because of it i know another thing that we're going to be focused on is more brand centric solutions and like direct to consumer and helping clean that up i know that One of the biggest problems in cannabis is the lack of standardization around data. And so the amount of things that we could solve by helping the industry standardize some of that data is incredibly impactful. And so that's been a lot of the feedback that we've been getting from our retail partners and the brands that we talk to. And so knowing that D2C is going to be a the future of just about everything, we're attached to our brands and cannabis, unlike any other industry. Um, we're doing some really cool things in that department as well too. And then obviously, um, at least for me personally, man, we got about another month and a half of snowboarding season.
0: So yeah. when I'm
1: not sleeping under my desk at the office, I'm trying to get to the mountain as much as possible.
0: Amen. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, it's been great hanging with you, John. Um, I will be skiing next weekend, and you'll be missed. I know you've got some plans on, on the coast. Uh, you know, maybe some beach time. <sighs> yeah, so. man. Hey. Yeah, man. I'm is gonna your, miss you your guys, birthday, man. But your up? Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, my birthday is at the end of the month, man, and so my girlfriend and I are heading to uh, the coast, and we are going to have a nice little spot down there and uh, just relax for a couple days, and you know, maybe wild out a little bit. But um, yeah, I will definitely miss the boys. Um, and in uh, the last ski trip there, but uh, but yeah, man.
0: So well, you'll good be time. missed. And uh, ladies, if you heard that, girlfriend, all right. So don't don't go <laughs> shooting in that kind of John, kind of John like DM there. I know what you guys are thinking, girlfriend. He said, all right. Totally. Uh, yeah, John, you don't want you, you don't, don't want
1: to meet her like that. She's she's <laughs> tough, man. You don't want to meet her like that. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> oh Christ. Well, hey man, it's been uh, a pleasure to have you. Um, uh, where dutchy is it at dutchy instagram is that where they can uh check it out for those of you who are interested in checking out john's company a little bit
1: yeah man we're uh, it's actually we are dutchy and are then Dutchie. um we've also got dutch dutchy.com as well too um and so you know feel free to reach out to myself um dutchy you know we we've we've been really fortunate to like work with a lot of really great retail partners and it's given us an opportunity to do a lot of really cool things. So I'll be back in, uh, in Vegas for 420, man. If anyone's around, can't wait to see him and Sesh for the holiday, for sure.
0: Great to hear it. Well, uh, always a pleasure, John. Thank you again for being here. And uh, thank all of you for also being here this week. Um, JC and Tony will be back, as far as I know, uh, next week. Look at this, I'm losing my, I'm losing my earpiece already. This show's not over yet, Derek. Uh, they'll be back next week tune in then again this is the culture and cannabis podcast my name is derek gumman derek las vegas on instagram have a wonderful wonderful night